Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing Hogwarts' lovable gamekeeper, Hagrid. What do we really know about Rubius Hagrid? The towering half-giant seemed to be a simple, content groundskeeper, but when we look back over the years, Hagrid's life was filled with tragedy and all sorts of challenges. What happened to him, and how did he overcome everything? That's what we'll answer today. Parents Hagrid's parentage was a pretty poorly kept secret. To most, it seemed obvious that he was born from a mixed relationship between a giantess and a wizard. Still, Hagrid tried to keep the details a secret at times, although he never quite fooled anyone. His mother was known as Fridwalfa. Since we don't have the clearest records, we can't be sure when she was born, but Fridwalfa must have been at least a few decades old when she gave birth to Hagrid in 1928. Like any other giant, Fridwalfa was well over 20 feet tall and a force to be reckoned with. With a natural resistance to most spells and curses, it would have taken over half a dozen wizards to defeat Hagrid's mother in a fight. For that reason, the wizarding world feared giants like Fridwalfa most of all, which makes her marriage to Hagrid's father all the stranger. At some point, prior to Hagrid's birth in 1928, Fridwalfa first met Hagrid's dad. The historical records never revealed his full name, so we only know him as Mr. Hagrid. Although giantesses and men had been known to wed each other, it wasn't a very common practice. As you could guess, wizards and witches frowned upon mixed marriages, and even the giants, who valued size and power above all else, looked down on their peers who married weak human wizards. But Fridwalfa and Mr. Hagrid actually gave their relationship an honest attempt, and they were happy for a while. Mother's Abandonment In December of 1928, Fridwalfa and Mr. Hagrid welcomed their son, Rubius, into the world. Almost instantly, Fridwalfa's demeanor changed. In giant culture, they prided themselves on having the largest, strongest babies, and after a quick glance at the infant, Rubius, Fridwalfa realized that she had failed. As a half-giant, Rubius was a fraction of the size of other giant babies. Ashamed by her child's small stature, Fridwalfa decided to run away and fled back to her giant colony. Before Hogwarts In the years that followed, Young Rubius Hagrid lived a simple life with his father. Hagrid doesn't say much about his old man, but he seemed to be an honest, kind wizard. 
Before Hagrid was even old enough to attend primary school, he had already grown six feet tall. Often, he would throw his father over his shoulders and haul him around the house and yard. Although Hagrid and his father had a strong relationship, Hagrid's social life suffered outside of the home. As a half-giant, other parents would often warn their children about playing with him. It wasn't until Hagrid received his acceptance letter to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry that the young boy thought he could finally find a close-knit group of friends. Problems But Hogwarts wasn't very different from the real world for Hagrid. His first semester began in 1940, and though it's not stated anywhere, it's likely that he was sorted into House Gryffindor. At school, he continued to suffer, as his fellow students ridiculed and bullied him. Often, Rubius would turn his attention to magical beasts and creatures in order to find companionship, although this hobby often landed the half-giant in trouble with Hogwarts faculty. By his third year at school, Hagrid had grown to nearly 11 feet in height, but unfortunately, he continued to struggle socially. The recent death of his father, who was his closest friend, only made matters worse. If he were anyone else, he'd use his natural brawn to turn the tide against his bullies, but Hagrid's low self-esteem and non-violent disposition made him a natural target. Eventually, Tom Riddle, who was only a few years older than Hagrid at the time, decided to frame Hagrid for a recent murder at the school. Riddle was actually the one responsible for the crime, but he managed to convince the Ministry of Magic that one of Hagrid's dangerous pets, an acromantula named Aragog, was the culprit. In the aftermath, Hagrid was expelled from Hogwarts and forbidden from using a wand again. But thanks to Albus Dumbledore's quick intervention, Hagrid was saved from going back into the real world as an orphan. Dumbledore managed to land Hagrid a role, studying how to become a groundskeeper. This gesture of kindness might have been enough to keep Hagrid from a life of crime. With his father gone, the young half-giant had nowhere to turn and the fate of giants in the wizarding world was usually a bloody, painful one. Official Gamekeeper So, as the years passed, Hagrid grew and grew. Under Dumbledore's watchful eye, Rubius lived a peaceful life. With each passing semester, the faculty entrusted the young half-giant with more responsibilities, until, eventually, he was promoted to head groundskeeper sometime before 1967, succeeding the previous groundskeeper, Og. Hagrid's role went by many titles, Gamekeeper, Groundskeeper, and Keeper of Keys. On any given day, Hagrid could be seen securing the Hogwarts grounds from intruders or chopping down pine trees to decorate the Great Hall for Christmas dinner. But the part Hagrid loved the most was tending to the magical beasts that Hogwarts raised. First Wizarding War The years passed faster, and by the 1970s, Rubius Hagrid found himself quickly becoming a senior member of the staff at Hogwarts. But that wasn't what he remembered most about those years. The 1970s was the start of Lord Voldemort's first campaign against the Ministry, a conflict known as the First Wizarding War. For the next ten years, Hagrid faithfully served Albus Dumbledore and the Order of the Phoenix as they fought against Voldemort and his Death Eaters. When the Dark Wizard finally fell in his failed assassination of Harry Potter, Hagrid was dispatched to retrieve the infant and return him to safety. Acromantula Injury Between that fateful night and the next time Hagrid would see Harry Potter, very little changed in the half-giant's life. He continued to work as the gamekeeper at Hogwarts, 
tending to the aging castle and the creatures who live there. At one point, while wandering around the forbidden forest, Hagrid's love of the tarantula-like acromantula nearly cost him his life. One of the creatures bit Hagrid and injected enough venom to overwhelm his enhanced immune system. After a short stay in hospital, Hagrid was back on his feet and returned to the forbidden forest to spend time with those creatures once more, reconnecting with Harry. In 1991, Hagrid ventured through England to find Harry Potter's last known location. At that time, his adoptive parents, the Dursleys, refused to send the boy to Hogwarts. Hoping to find a secluded home where not even Albus Dumbledore could find them, Potter and the Dursleys ended up on a tiny island, appropriately named Hut on the Rock. It wasn't long before Hagrid tracked Harry down, though, and after a brief shouting match with Harry's uncle, the half-giant took Potter on his very first adventure in the wizarding world. Just like many male role models in Harry's life, Hagrid quickly became one of the boy's most important father figures. Especially in Harry's early years, when he suffered as an outcast, Hagrid was always around to lend an ear. Azkaban But after Harry returned to the wizarding world, so did another force, Lord Voldemort, and he was desperate to take on true physical form. At first, he attempted to steal the Philosopher's Stone. At one point, his accomplice in the pursuit, Professor Quirrell, managed to dupe Hagrid into revealing how to get around Hogwarts' newest security measure, a three-headed dog. The very next year, Hagrid got in more trouble when messages appeared on Hogwarts' wall claiming that the Chamber of Secrets was once again opened. With the original reason for Hagrid's expulsion fresh on everyone's mind, the Ministry quickly determined Hagrid was the villain behind everything, and sent him to Azkaban to rot away. After Harry Potter discovered the truth, and destroyed both the Basilisk and the Diary of Tom Riddle, the Ministry allowed Hagrid to return. A Professor As the years between the Battle of Hogwarts grew shorter and shorter, Harry Potter's list of mentors and allies grew longer and longer. Once, Hagrid was perhaps the most important figure in the young wizard's life, but that would all change. Although, not all change was bad for Hagrid. By Harry's third year, Hagrid became a professor, taking on teaching responsibilities for the care of magical creatures. The title of professor at Hogwarts was quite an impressive feat. Compared to Hagrid's own classmates, who had actually graduated from Hogwarts, the half-giant actually ended up as one of the most accomplished. The next year, when the Triwizard Tournament concluded and Voldemort took on a new body, Hagrid was assigned a particularly tough task by the Order of the Phoenix. Fearing that the giants might once again align themselves with Voldemort and the Dark Wizards, Hagrid went to their secret colonies to bring them to his side. The mission seemed like it might actually succeed, but on one of the very first nights at the colony, a giant aligned with Dark Wizards killed the ruling chieftain, and turned the tribe away from Hagrid and Dumbledore's alliance. Hagrid's time with the giants wasn't an entire failure, though, as he discovered one of his few living relatives, a brother named Grawp. Hagrid returned to Hogwarts, keeping his brother's existence a secret in the Forbidden Forest, but his time there was short-lived. When Dolores Umbridge took over Albus Dumbledore's position, Hagrid was forced out. His exile didn't last long, though, as Dumbledore eventually returned. But the months that followed continued with conflict after conflict. It all culminated with the Battle of the Astronomy Tower, where Severus Snape killed Albus Dumbledore. 
Through a torrent of tears, Hagrid carried the old wizard's body at his funeral, laying him to rest as the latest victim of Voldemort's new war. Hagrid would be placed in a similarly grim scenario the following year, when Harry Potter fought against Voldemort and nearly died. While Harry was in limbo, Hagrid carried the lifeless corpse just as he had done for Dumbledore. This time, though, Potter managed to come back to life and finish the fight against Voldemort, striking him dead during the Battle of Hogwarts. In the years that followed, Hagrid continued to work at Hogwarts. As late as 2019, Hagrid was seen guiding young wizards as they learned how to perfect their spells. By that time, Hagrid was one of the longest serving staff members of all time, having spent 80 years at the School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And that's it for this video. Did you know much about Hagrid's life? His beginnings? What video do you want next? Be sure to leave a comment down below. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.